find your spot, put it in park. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Deaver here, coming at you live from Long Beach Island alongside my co-host, Bush. What's up, everybody? Beautiful weather out here today in Long Beach Island. I think we had like an 80-degree-plus day on the beach today. Pretty good. Yeah, you guys were enjoying the beach. I met you down here later. We're currently recording from the back porch, little Coors Light, little Golden Hour, and honestly, cannot beat it. No, you can't beat it, and especially when you know you link up with the boys down at the beach. You know, we were talking about this a few episodes ago that we were going to link up in LBI to do an episode. Unfortunately, Bryce is out on the links right now. I don't blame him. I would be too <laughs> if I was home. But uh, yeah, beautiful day down here. And uh, our producer Jim is currently at uh, a blackjacks game. They played the uh, the team from Albany. He's on a, a road trip, but he'll be back tomorrow. Is that the um, Albany Empire? Albany Empire, yeah. They were undefeated for a while. I'm yeah. not too sure um, how things are shaking out today. We'll, we'll chime in. We'll check the score here in a little bit and keep you guys updated. Yeah, man, what a weekend we're having so far. Um, LBI today, but yesterday, took a stop in Atlantic City, went to Hard Rock Hotel Casino and saw the Sandman, Adam Sandler, oh, yeah. of all people. I had an accident. You had an accident? What does that mean? Go! Play that shit, Sandman. Play that shit. That's all he said all night, man. That's all he said all night. Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider. Yeah, Bush got the hookup late for tickets. Um, fifth row to Adam Sandler. Not a big deal. Yeah, not a big deal. Humble brag, but yeah, it was it was awesome. He was hilarious. Rob Schneider, dude. I, I he didn't steal the show, but the guy is he's hilarious. They're his natural. voices, his yeah. his voices are yeah. just there's imitations. Yeah, yeah. Fish. Yeah. Pony. Yes. Hip? Hip-hop? Hip-hop Anonymous? Damn you! You get him the easy ones! So, Rob Schneider, just quick synopsis. Um, he talked about, you know, his Filipino mother uh, and did a bunch of Filipino-accented voices, which was awesome. At one point, he was doing so many different types of races and ethnicity voices <laughs> that he literally just goes, for the love of God, nobody put this on Twitter, please. He's like, I don't want to lose my house. Please yeah. don't put this on Twitter. <laughs> you notice all night Schneider was saying, like, don't put this on social media. The entire time. Yeah, the one, entire time. Yeah, one time he was like, you know, I've seen one guy lose their job over a tweet before. Like, he just kept saying yeah. it. Like, as they if he wrecked wanted us. Cosby. They wrecked yeah, Cosby. They, they kept did. talking about him. Uh-huh. They didn't get too heavy on the Trump stuff, which was kind of nice. Kind of refreshing. They didn't go heavy yeah. political. Yeah. Um, and Sandler, then, not at all. Schneider did touch on a it. A little bit, Sandler, yeah. Sandler, not at all. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Sandler came out. I mean, just typical Adam Sandler stuff. Uh, and at the end, too, he did that awesome Chris Farley tribute, which he debuted on uh, SNL. Yeah. Um, so that was that was kind of a mood killer I, I, when people you know yeah. asked about it I said that sucked yeah it didn't suck in the fact that like it's a bad song but like definitely it's brought the mood to a different you know it was a different vibe it was some awesome uh, clips up there of um, Farley and, and all of his movies with Sandler and some of his SNL stuff Bush sucks man that we did not get a chance to experience the greatness yeah I, I told you this last night I felt robbed of Chris Farley in my life the guy, every little clip, every picture was, you know, crack up, tear worthy. And I just, uh, you know, I felt robbed. I feel like we didn't get to live up to the full potential that that whole Sandler crew could have been. Yeah, so awesome night last night. And then before that, uh, it was Thursday, I got a call at work at like, I don't know, 1 o'clock about an extra ticket to the Yankees game. Sheesh. So I jumped on that, left the office a couple hours early, headed up to Yankee Stadium, and... Uh, 
Delta, the Delta Suite behind home plate. <laughs> uh, not not a big deal as well. Uh, that was that was nice for the little rain delay we had. Oh, I don't think I told you this. So yeah. the Connect we got the tickets from for the Yankees game. He's like the number two on the grounds crew. Okay. So not only did he get us the tickets, but he made a clutch uh, clutch move there. During like I think it was like I don't know the fifth inning, almost mid game, he called uh, our buddy or no sorry our buddy called him. He's down on the field like on the third base line, like right there, ready to run mm-hmm. out if you know rain came. Right. He's like he calls him up. He's like, hey man, what's how's this weather looking? Because it was kind of overcast. Yeah, He's yeah. like, get inside now. We're like, what now? He's like, get inside right now. <laughs> so we turn around, run inside, and obviously they had like this sick spread of like food uh-huh. and a bar, and we got three seats right at the bar. And not minutes later. Head ground screw guy comes out, umpire calls the game, rain delay. They roll out the tarp, but we had the the nicest seats, like the first uh, three, right there at the bar. And then we just got crowded by everybody else who kind of came inside to like the the uh, glass in suite behind. That's awesome. So that was a that was a clutch move. Um, and then we got to go on the field post game. So that was that was epic. I mean, getting on any field or like you know whatever stadium playing surface, but. Yankee Stadium, just like the history, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's the new ballpark, but just the history there in general. Like I was telling you, man, that place is crisp. Like yeah. when you go to that place, like it's it's an experience like you know, like no other. The Banks, an awesome stadium. You know, all the Philly sports complex, gorgeous. But being a Yankee Stadium, I, I don't know, it's a totally different vibe. Like I've done Fenway, I've done Dodger Stadium, who which have like the heavy history aspect, mm-hmm. but they're like Yankee Stadium. I mean, that's like the heart of baseball. That's where oh, baseball yeah. was born. We yeah. did the walk. Um, I don't know what, what, what you want to call it, the Hall of Fame walk, yeah. yeah, out there in center field. I mean, some of the names, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, like, you can't... You, you don't beat that. You don't beat that. No. You don't Any beat organization that. cannot no. beat no. those names. Got no. in the dugout, ate some of uh, Stanton's seeds, oh. little barbecue seeds, I snagged from them, and then we went to the bullpen, and I took a piss where Mariano Rivera, you oh. know, has, has peed before he we went out, before closing Casual. down so many games. Yeah. Casual. Sick. So, on the beach today, I forgot to tell you this, um... A couple guys that we knew were on the beach. They walk up and they're like, "Yo, free parking, free parking. What's up?" Like, and I'm like chatting him up, talking, and he's like, "Yo, how was the Yankee Stadium?" So naturally, I played it up like I was a guy who went. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude, it was awesome." He's like, "You got to go down on the field," and I was like, "Damn right, I got to go down on the field." I was like, "I had a catch. I was loving it. I was living life." I was like, "You." I was like, "When does anybody ever get to go down on Yankee Stadium field and have a catch?" You, you, I played it up as if it was you me. Buying <laughs> SOB. You had to work at nine a.m. the next morning. <laughs> you were you probably asleep by the time. Oh. I got home at like three a.m. after that, mm. but it was well worth it. It was well worth it. Yeah, had a catch in center field, and then had a beer under like the left field bleachers and oh. kind of like the grounds crew like hangout area. Man, it was that's awesome, historical that's, to say the least. That's yeah, great. epic. So thanks for that hookup, and uh, yeah, what a weekend! That was the start of the weekend. That was Thursday, Friday. Oh. We got a whole one to go. So. Yeah, I still got two days left. Oof. Yeah. So guys, before we get into our big sports topics of the week, I wanted to let everybody know about No Brainer Wagers, free parking, sports betting, handicapping service partner. It's a group of four guys with backgrounds in data analytics, finance, statistics, and computer science, and they've built a time-tested algorithm that has compiled statistics in every sports sector for the past 10 years, and it's time-tested for success. It's these guys' full-time job yielding profits of over six figures consistently, and it's a perfect opportunity for a side income and an additional stream of income, and it's an extremely affordable membership price compared to other services, and the results are absolutely there. They're easily accessible via Instagram at NoBrainerWagers. Send them a direct message and tell them that free parking sent you for a discount. They're also available via email, 
info at nobrainerwagers.com or you can head over to their website at nobrainerwagers.com and contact them through the chat box. So, Dave, another big sports news that we have. The 76ers did it again with their trade of picks to the Boston Celtics for another Washington Husky. Um, you know, I'm okay with this. You know, before, uh, I'm not really 100% sure of the Markel Fultz thing, mainly just because I wanted to forget about that in general. But, you know, trading up for two later round picks to the Celtics, I'm okay with. Yeah, it's not totally wrong for Sixers fans, I mean, me too, to have like the PTSD of, of first off, I mean, the trading up with the Celtics, but then drafting a player from the University of Washington, I mean, it's it's not on the same playing field, but, you know, the whole Marco Fultz stuff, I just don't know how these guys coming out of the Pac-12 play in the NBA. I'd like to see some stats on, like, mm-hmm. how they actually end up performing because you know it's the ACC, you know it's the mm-hmm. Big East, Big Ten. Like, that's where these, you know, big basketball stars are coming. Big 12, I'm sorry, right. where these big basketball stars are coming from. The Pac-10, the Pac-12 is not a basketball conference. Here's the first name that comes to mind when I think Pac-12. Lonzo Ball. And look where, I mean, bust, pretty much I don't even. I don't even think Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. I go immediately to football. I go immediately yeah, to well, college. Yeah, so I go to USC, UCLA, right. Oregon Ducks. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even, basketball doesn't even scratch the surface when I talk about Pac-12. Right. So right. for them to draft a guy, a four-year player, mind you, from the University of Washington, not a one-and-done guy. Oh. He was a four-year player, Matisse Thibel. Um, but apparently it's, it was their guy. They traded up for him. You know what I mean? That's so like they, they were wanted. looking to get this guy. Interesting. Uh, what I've seen, he's an elite defender. Um, oh, great. Exactly what we need. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we, we don't need any more elite defense. I I, I don't think, right? we got no. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Um, it, Reddick's even pretty good. at or, No, no, no. Uh, McConnell or Reddick? Either one. I mean, if they return. Yeah. yeah. We, we need a shooter. Yeah. We, we need a shooter. We, we need, need somebody. Scores. Yeah, we need a point score. I, I yeah. don't think, you know, people are, they're not driving the paint or, I mean, Simmons can hold his own up mm-hmm. top. Um, but, I mean, they know more than us, I guess. Yeah. In this regard. And then, dude, it's just so typical for Philadelphia in a draft to trade up for somebody who could be potentially be a bust. And I just immediately look over to the Philadelphia Flyers when I think draft this year. And I am, you know, not surprised, but I'm just at this point pissed. You want to bring this one up, don't you? I, you saw, you yeah. saw my tweet earlier? Uh-huh. Dude, I am beyond fired up. About the Philadelphia Flyers, Tell me I'm beyond it. fired up. So we, last night we were at the uh, on Friday night we were at the Adam Sandler um, show and obviously missed the first round of the draft. And I'm getting updates, getting texts, tweets about the Flyers draft from Bryce and Jim. From yeah, from yeah, the boys, from of the course. Boys. So the Flyers trade back. They they were the 11th overall pick. They trade back for the 14th um, in exchange. They got uh, they picked up a second rounder, which they lost in one of their earlier trades this year. So great. They got the second round pick back. They traded back three spots. I mean, there's not much going on anyway post, you know, pick number 10 in the NHL draft for, mm-hmm. for most people. Like, picks one through five have a chance to play that year in the league. Mm-hmm. Past that, you're, you're, you know, it's pretty much a crapshoot of just, like, toss up the better GM picking, you know, better scouting part picking the better guy it, for the most part. Right. For the most part. So they trade back. They go to 14. And there's uh, a total, I wouldn't say stud, but his projections were crazy. Cole Caulfield. Um, United States prospect. He had ties. They had one uh, infographic that they projected him as like a Lionel. Sorry, Lionel Messi. Lionel. Lionel. Yeah. I'm not a soccer yeah. guy either. <laughs> a Lionel Messi character, like elite scorer, like the arguably the best soccer player of all time. So they they had this kid as like elite right wing scorer, gonna be way up there. Their only concern was his size. He was one of the smaller players in the draft at five seven. 
Flyers were pretty much a lock. Everybody's freaking out that this kid dropped so far to 14, which the Flyers also traded back and acquired more. They're like, what a steal. What a steal for the Flyers. They don't pick him. They don't pick this kid. They pick... Uh, An inch taller guy. No, no, no. They picked... They picked Cam York. Cam York was the, you know, a two-way defenseman. He should be a great offensive player um, from the USA U18 team. Uh, okay. Not a terrible pick, but they pass on this guy who has the projections of an elite goal scorer, which the Flyers haven't had in, I don't know, umpteen years. Forever. Right? <laughs> I mean, they have obviously the older guys, which haven't been putting the puck in the back of the net. No. But, like, they haven't drafted a kid that's, um, you know, I-, I don't know. I'm just beyond fired up. So, Cole Caulfield goes immediately after. And then... If they had doubts about his size, in the second round with one of the picks they acquired, they draft a kid an inch taller than him. Cole Caulfield was 5'7", this other guy's 5'8". I mean, I don't know. Again, like, they probably know more than I do. But right now, like, this is not the... We've drafted young defensemen for the past, I don't know, seven years. We've drafted young defensemen. And look where it's got us. We haven't won a playoff series in 10 years, man. 10 years. I wish I, I wish we recorded this podcast like six hours ago when I couldn't even talk, dude. Yeah. I, I feel like Stephen A. F. With, with his Lakers rant. You know, his, remember his yep, Lakers rant absolutely. we talked about a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I don't want to look at anybody. I can't even talk to him. <laughs> My godson sat across from me. Can't even look at him. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I felt two hours ago. I've kind of co- come down off it, but like I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. Last night during the Sandler concert or uh, show, when the, when the boys text and talked about this defenseman, I was cool with it. I was fine with it. I was like, hey man, like it's almost like a ghost to a Phil Myers, right? You need three or four, you know, a couple years down the pipeline for these younger guys to come up. Who knows where our the older tier of our young defense core will be at that point, talking right. about like Ghost and those guys. Like he right. may be gone at that point when mm-hmm. um, York steps in. But today is really what set me off. Today is what set me over the edge. Um, Saturday, Saturday morning, right before the second round started, PK Subban was sent to the New Jersey Devils, uh, division rival of the Flyers, who just picked up Jack Hughes, the number one overall pick. Um, for pretty much a bag of pucks, dude. Pretty much a bag of pucks. Two players in return and two picks. The players, I follow the NHL very closely. These players, I've never blipped my radar. I tell everybody, like, I can probably name three quarters of each NHL team. These guys have never made a blip on my radar. I have no clue who they are. And the, and the, and the Devils scored P.K. Subban for basically nothing. It's It really fires me up, too, Deves, that for the amount of time that we've been following the Flyers for, I mean, God... 14, 15, 16, whatever years. I just, I, I don't understand why we have never traded for a name brand player before. I don't get it. We've traded away Carter. We've traded away Richards. Like, we've traded away all of these names and we've just never acquired it. it they just try to do it through the draft and it's just seemingly not working. Especially if you don't win a playoff series in eight years. Well, we haven't won a playoff series, and the, and the thing that's bothering me is that our, our division rivals are just constantly getting better. The Devils yes. and the Rangers, who were at the bottom of the barrel for the past couple of years, are immediately better. Mm-hmm. They're immediately better. The Rangers training for Jacob Truba from the Winnipeg Jets. They drafted that kid Kako from the the Finnish um, the Finnish junior team, who mm-hmm. is disgusting with the second overall pick. And then the Devils, Jack Hughes, P.K. Subban, uh, Taylor Hall, who they traded, they acquired for a bag of pucks a couple Hersher. years ago. Nico Hishier, which is the number yeah. one overall pick a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, these teams are instantly better. Like, they turn around within three or four years, and the Flyers are still treading water, treading water year after year to just make it to the playoffs, let alone win a playoff series, which they, which they can't. What's the problem? What's the problem with the? You know, you'd say the problem was coaching, right? Everybody thought it was coaching. We've had five head coaches, or, or this is an exact stat, but like five right. head coaches in the past five years. Right. 
It's not coaching, dude. Right. It's not coaching. No. It's not. I mean, it's it somewhat was, but now I'm at the point where like, no, it's this core, it's this team, and I, I'm at like red alert. The only no, you know, person we can't trade is Carter Hart right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, dude. I, I'm I'm at a breaking point. I'm my back's against the wall. Like yeah. I have no idea what to do with this franchise as a fan. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready for the whole thing to get blown up and start over because. For the next 10 years, our division rivals are going to be awesome. And where are we? I don't know. I don't know what this team's plan is. So here's my point, though. If we, you know, clean house and accept Carter Hart, do we just restart this slow process of rebuilding again? Oh, yeah, let's build up. Let's build up. And then just have no success because clearly the people who are, you know, bringing these players on are not not doing the right thing. Well, it's, it's not like, we're, you know, we're going to have success with the players. So it's like trade them for – I mean, if we want to go through the draft, like – these guys are going to get some return. It's not like we're trading for nothing. It's not like we're letting Drew or Voracek or any of those big guys walk. But it's like trade them, get a couple extra first-round picks, or get a get a key player, key young player that somebody wants to, you know, a win-now team would love Claude Giroux. A win-now mm-hmm. team would love Claude Giroux. Yeah. And obviously he's been the captain here for umpteen years, but like being able to take a, a star player like that and the Flyers to build around I don't know, a Patrick Laine or some other like young stud that needs to like find his own spot, it, it, you know, with a team, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, and and what do you think it is? Is it complacency? You think is that part of it? I I don't know. I these mean, Voracek, Jeruz, and Couturier's, and the Ghosts, and these guys who just know that the city of Philadelphia will always show up to the games, will always be cheering loud and be hard on the you know opponents. Like, do they just? Ex- that's they that's just- the crazy thing. It's like these guys have plenty of talent. They have plenty of talent. They shown it time and time again. We've gone on win streaks and we've gone on losing streaks. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't think anybody can put their finger on it. And I think that's why the front office brought in a new GM this year, who, from what I'm reading, like had a decent draft like I kind of went heavy on you know, missing that pick but like they've had a decent draft so far um it's going to be huge free agency to see see what comes up July 1st when free agency starts because as I said I don't think I don't think Chuck Butcher's done the GM but uh I'm sure almost done as a fan man I'm I'm really fired up I've never I've you been patient I, no but I've been, I've been patient for like so many years and and just seeing everybody around us get better and the Flyers slowly or even more quickly become the laughing stock of the league. Like, it's just not right. Like, no. we haven't won a Stanley Cup, obviously, in you know since the 70s. But don't be the laughing stock of the league, right? No. You have the New York Islanders, who had a fantastic season last year. The New York Rangers talked about them already. The Devils, we talked about them already. Pittsburgh Penguins obviously have one of the, you know, the best player in the league, arguably, and um, Evgeny Malkin, and they're still, they still have a cast of characters around him. Uh, Washington Capitals. Duh, won the Stanley Cup two years ago. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? And the Carolina Hurricanes in our division, who should be the laughing stock, totally flipped, the, turned the tide this year. The yeah. bunch of jerks went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They pick up uh, Patrick Marlowe, which was is an older 39-year-old NHL forward, but it's almost perfect for their team with their young core. Like, right. I'm just... I don't see us getting out of the bottom of the Metro this year. Oh, and, and not to mention Columbus, um, who's about to get a one in return for Panarin and Bobrovsky. Really? Um, yeah, and oh, you know where they might go? Artemi Panarin? Oh, Rangers and Islanders oh are his two, yeah, are his two heavy, yeah, are his two heavies. Or the Florida Panthers to both of them, which uh, again is another Eastern Conference team that like should be the laughing stock, and they're making bigger moves than the Flyers. Yeah. It just—it almost seems like the Eastern Conference is just out to just do everything they can and not do business with the Flyers. It's just—it's frustrating, man. I'm telling you, I can't see a time in the next ten. Like, I don't see a window in the next five to ten years. I don't see one. I don't see one. And there was one. Like we're like, oh, wait for these young young defensemen to come up. Wait for Carter Hart. I mean, still, it was only his first year. But right. like, wait, wait, wait. I'm tired of waiting, and I don't see something where I can wait another three years and we can jump on it then because 
Everybody around us is getting better, and they're going to be good for a while. Has this process lasted longer than the Sixers process? Oh, God, yeah. And it wasn't, like, as hardcore as the Sixers process. Um, it was never labeled as a process. It was never labeled as a process, but, but it like, was. damn right, it should have been. <laughs> yeah. It should have been. It should have been a total tank, dude. Yeah. You see the Sixers tank teacher? It should have yeah. been. It should have been. They should have... And no, they, they floundered every year. They flounder around the playoffs as a win now team or you know a buy or a sell team, right? right? They always talk about that at the deadline. And the Flyers, for as long as I can remember, have been right at the border of that. They either could buy a couple of players and maybe jump in the playoffs, or they could sell the farm and, or sell the whole team and you know drop back to where they're supposed to. But no, they sit outside of the playoffs within five or five or eight points, mm-hmm. and they can't make up their mind as what they're going to do. And that's what's happened for the long you know the longest time. And they gotta figure it out because I'm okay with 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 being at the bottom. I'm okay mm-hmm. with it, but you gotta have a plan to jump back up in three years, like the yeah. Devils and Rangers have. Because I don't, I just don't see a clear plan. Right. You look at our roster too. I mean, our young guys are pretty good. It's just why don't they put it together? It's one thing I've always talked about with people with the Flyers is that our roster has so many names. Why can't they put it together? Giroux, Voracek, Katuria, Nolan Patrick, Travis Konechny, Ivan Provorov. Gostas Bear, Carter Hart. Dude, all these names are like, whoa, like yeah. that's a team. Yeah. And they're just not doing it. Yeah. And I don't get and it. And then, you know, you point to the coach. Can't say it's the coach because we move on. It's the core, dude. It's the core. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. I'm ready for this team to look totally different in the next five weeks. Like, I want yeah. September to look totally different when we go into preseason. Um,. I've been the most patient for so long, and I just can't take it anymore. Yeah, I've never heard you diss. I've never no, heard you No, no, I've always been so constructive, yes. so supportive. Yes. But, like, seeing P.K. Subban, which, I mean, obviously he's, like, one of the you know most, like, public figures in the NHL, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Like um, The straw that broke the camel's back for you. Is that what it, that was? It was just, like, how, how can the Devils acquire this guy for... The Devils. The two Devils, no, The Devils acquired this guy for two no-names. They acquired Taylor Hall a couple years ago for a no-name. And they also were able to acquire two first overall picks in the past couple years. Like, I mean, I know it's draft lottery is somewhat luck, but, like, I'm not wearing red and black. I'm not going to start wearing red and no, black, but, no. like, you couldn't. What the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, before we end our NHL talk, you mentioned something earlier in the, um, in the segment about that. You could name 75%... Of, of, NA. of NHL rosters. So I'm closing your laptop, and I want you to try to do this right now. I'm going to give a couple teams, and I want you to name at least. <laughs> well, I have to, like, see them. Like, it's almost like one of those, like, you, you know, see their face. The blank. Yeah, see their yeah, face? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, like, I mean, I could try. Give All me right, a, let's try. Let's give, try. Give it a shot. But it's more yeah. like, yeah, like we were watching, when I came up with this this skill of mine, I guess, we were watching pregame for the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, okay. So it was one of those teams that I could yeah. pretty much, like, All right, let me, go, uh, you know. Let me. All right, we'll, we'll don't do go Eastern crazy. Conference. Don't, yeah, don't go crazy. I'll go Eastern yep, Conference, yep, yep. and I'll try to keep it in the Northeast for you. Rangers. I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> and that's one, like, they haven't been good the past couple years. I knew you were going to say Because, like, I could name the Rangers from, like, a couple years ago. I yeah, mean, yeah. um, do we give it a shot? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. <laughs> Let me pull up the roster so I know. All right. Oh, my God, dude. You picked, you picked one of the hardest ones. They it's don't not really hard, have yeah, names. just because they haven't, yeah, and like the rivalry hasn't been there with the Flyers, and the names aren't there. All right, ready? Ready when you are. All right, uh, Victor Fast, Brady Shea, Henrik Lundqvist, Anthony D'Angelo, Anthony D'Angelo, defenseman. No, I don't see him on here. No, okay. 
God, I'm like I'm gonna name the Rangers from three years ago. Um, Ant- oh, Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. Go. There you go. Um, that's three. I'll give you three. That's fine. Dude, three that's four. such a tough one. All right, but like if you showed me that, I'd be like, oh my God, yeah. Like right. I don't know. Right. Give right. me, give me another. <sighs> Brandon Lemieux. No. Kevin Shattenkirk. Zavinajad, VC, Truba, Kreider, Shattenkirk. I mean, F me. Chidal, Mark Stahl, <laughs> obviously. Mark Stahl, hate that guy. This is where I would have, you know. I just me- hate this whole roster. Nemesikov, Stroh. Yeah, that's where it gets a little ugly. But. I want those faces off my phone, dude. I almost need, like, a sporkle. You got to give me, like, a yeah, sporkle. Like, sporkle. I need to see the faces or, like, the backs, like the fronts of the jerseys. Like, All right, let me do give one, me more one more team. Give me one more quick. Yeah, I'll give you one more team. We'll go, we'll keep it UK with Western or... Yeah, give me a team that's like on San like Jose NBC Sharks. all the time. San okay. Jose Sharks. Perfect. Perfect. You ready? Go ahead. Logan Couture, Joe Pavelski, mm-hmm. Joe Thornton, mm-hmm. Brent Burns, yep. Eric Carlson. Uh, I guess the new flyer, uh, Braun. Justin, I think it's Justin Braun. Um, what would you say, Carlson? What was his first Eric? name? Is his real name Milker? No, That's cool. a different Carlson. Oh, there's another there's Carlson. A different okay. Carlson. Um, wow, there's a lot of people in the NHL that share last names, like Goudreau, Barkley Goudreau. Never heard of him in uh, my life. But no, me neither. Uh, Evander Kane. Um, yep. I think there's one more on here that you should get. Should know. Yeah. Oh, um, Hurdle, Tomas Hurdle. Uh, there's one more guy oh, you're forgetting. Oh, uh, Vlasic, Vlasic Pickle. He's a, he's a defender. Yeah. You're missing one guy. One def- I said Brent Burns. You're missing one other guy. Eric Carlson. Nope. One more guy. That, that, Vlasic. I said Vlasic. One more guy. Really? Middleton. No. J- Jacob Middleton. No. You should know that name. No. I've, I know that name. Really? Yeah, I know that name. I've heard his name. Oh, Martin Jones is the goaltender. Martin oh, okay. Jones is the goaltender. Okay. What? Eric, Jacob who? Middleton. No. Yeah. Dude, I've, I've absolutely heard that name on TV. Well, those other names out on the, on the roster? You talking Middleton that? from, like, Milwaukee Bucks? Oh, that might be what I'm thinking of. I think you're thinking, of, yeah, like, <laughs> that guy. He probably he's like he's the third line defenseman. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, All right, um, we'll do the sparkle quiz later. I need yeah. to see faces. But yeah. if you like, if you if you live Instagram live me like next season, like in front of, yeah, I'll be able to I'll be able to slap right. it down. I mean, right. that's probably more than most people can name. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Off the bat, we'll go with that. I agree with you. I'll give you that. You were just talking a big game. I had to hit you with it. On the spot too. Yeah, right on the spot, in front of everybody. You know what else is pissing me off? Go ahead. Philadelphia Phillies. Dude. I don't even want to talk about the Phillies, man. They they're just we walk in we walk into the place today, TV's on, Phillies game's on. There's a They're up three two. They're up three two. Fantastic. Fifteen minutes of sitting on the couch. They're currently down five to three. Fifteen Har- minutes. Harper Hoskins finally go back to back, uh, for probably the first time all summer. Um, and they have JD Hammer. I, I don't know who these pitchers are, man. I don't know no. where they're finding them from. But honestly, like, keep keep Pulling out these randos because one of them hopefully will hit. Yeah, I mean it's it's a crapshoot. The Phillies bullpen. There's a guy that walked out with a mullet and basically clear aviator sunglasses. He on. looked like a wild thing from uh, major yeah. leagues. Yeah, like if there's better way to describe the there's no better way to describe the Phillies bullpen than this guy who was on the mound probably four runs ago. Like they're just not good, and the team is surrounding them is good, and the pitchers just can't pull their weight. Even our names that are on the Phillies roster, Arietta and um, who's the other main guy? Just, Nola. Yeah, Aaron Nola, Arietta. Like they just they're not good. I, I don't care if they're big names or not. It's just it sucks, and you know you hate to see it. 
yeah, the Phils have been absolutely abysmal as of late. Only two wins out of their last 11 games. Uh, a couple of rainouts from the Nats. They went doubleheader, lost both of those in Washington with like eight people in the stands. Um, and they got smacked by the Nats too. Like it wasn't, it Nats. wasn't just yeah. the losses. They yeah. Were I haven't been able to follow it as closely as I'd like to. I mean, you got to be like day to day to watch, you know, mm-hmm. to watch baseball. Um, but bottom line is, is, like, this is not what we expected. No, not at all. And it all just goes back to the bullpen. It's all back to the bullpen, man. It's like having a good goalie. Because the bats are there. Because yeah. the bats are there. Bats are there. Clearly, the bats are there today. Back to back home runs from two of the you know better players on the team. It's just it's that it's that goalie in hockey. It's that yeah. It's that it pivotal player on the team it's like the and offensive line of football the goalie in hockey yes. like there's positions yes. that like you don't there's not the flashy ones you don't talk about no. them all the time but like we need the depth at pitching we yes. need a bullpen to carry these games because the starters can only give us so many innings i mean and we don't have it the, the phillies need to score i mean and that, i guess maybe that's the structure of the team is like hey have these guys hit you know score seven runs in a game and mm-hmm. let's see what happens but like some nights they can't they can't though. and over the past you know so many games i mean they put up a 13 spot uh sorry an eight spot against the d-backs and lost um but other than that like two runs they put up eight runs, against the braves one run, and lost. four <laughs> runs like yeah but other than that they haven't been over five so right. i don't know I, i'm not as versed in the fills right now i gotta get back into them but Definitely. bottom line is like what's to watch Clearly nothing much because, you know, we watched for 15 minutes and they blew a lead and we walked out here and started filming the podcast. So they're just frustrating. They're the most frustrating team right now to me. Even over the Flyers, they're frustrating because their roster is so good and their pitching is so bad. And it's just, ugh, it's frustrating. I hope they turn it around by September. I think they can. I think they can. All right, I've had it about just enough with Philly sports today. I'm I'm over it, Deeps. So let's uh, let's jump right. I've been in. over it. Yeah, let's jump right into the best segment on the on the show. Arguably, some people say beer review, but we are here for the Sid segment, the shit you don't say. And I have a good one finally. A yeah, good one we need a good up. one. We need yeah, a good one. Yeah, I finally. Dying. Yeah, finally have a good one lined up for everybody here. So, all right. I'm uh, I'm I'm currently you know back on that full time full time grind and it's going well but you know you act like you're back on it for now right it's, like true. it's not gonna <laughs> be the rest of your life yeah it's true sorry yeah, but no, you're, you're like yeah I'm back on it you know I might <laughs> hop off a little bit like I'm right now addicted to being full time I'm right <laughs> yeah, now yeah. but like, later I'll you know I'll move on to something else like I don't know working three days a week no you're nine to five Monday through Friday the rest of your life thirty next thirty five years continue <laughs> touche so. Yeah, so I, my my car runs out of gas on my way to work. Of course, like that's how <laughs> life works, I guess. So but you're an idiot. Yeah. If, if you're an idiot, <laughs> yeah. you don't look and you see how much gas. So I so I, I pull over at a gas station. It's a local spot in our hometown. Our hometown is pretty much as rural as you can get. Farms and forest. That's about it. So um, I pull into the gas station, a little sketchy, and I hand my car to the guy. I say, "Can you please fill it up regular?" And he says, "Yep." So he goes and, you know, fills up my tank. It was great. Hands the card back to me, and I go to grab it, and he pulls it back towards him real quick. And I, like, look up at him as if, like, he's trying to play a game with me, and he stares at me dead in the face, locked eyes, straight face, and says, be careful, Iraq's not that far away. Hands me my card, I roll my window up, and I slowly pull away. Like, is this gas station about to blow up behind me? Like, what's going on, dude? What is going on? And then I pulled out, and the first thing I did was message the free parking chat, and I was like, "What just happened? <laughs> what? A, like, what a weird like gas station interaction should be like." 
should they should be like interactions at I don't know a Wawa right like like I mean obviously less, the gas less station, but like you walk up to the cash register it's like this is a normal function I go up I get my coffee and I, I walk out like we don't need to like exchange pleasantries I right. don't need to know your political view I don't need to right. know what you have for breakfast like right. just get me out of here and get me on to my next thing yeah for that guy to drop just, what was he even talking about oh yeah just to add as well so not I'm not like you know being um, inconsiderate to cultures here but this guy was a white caucasian american probably in his 50s so that's what threw me off the most i'm sorry i forgot to add that in the beginning that's <laughs> yeah. what threw me off the most i mean the whole thing no matter who it was it threw me way off yeah i, I just i like took my car i was like I, what <laughs> like okay that wait 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 wait, wait. what was that <laughs> dude that had to go away dude i had a whack gas, gas station interaction on the way down here really I, yeah I, I don't know i was like, off my game i had to like pack really quick to come down the shore and i like, had to meet you and whatnot so i was like fired up had to leave the house i had to get a haircut and stop and pick up something else um at the office i forgot my my laptop charger so we could do the podcast mm-hmm. so i pull i pull into the gas station and i'm like hey 20 regular 20 regular, 20 regular cash <laughs> 20 regular cash one that the, the, there was a g- 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 girl today, Junior. And the guy's like, "Yeah, bro, your gas pump's on the other side <laughs> in my car. In my car." And I mind you, I've been driving a rental truck from for the golf right, tournament for the past right. month, and like trucks are always on the left. So yeah. I was like, "Ah, oh, my bad, man." So I spin around the other side. I feel like an absolute idiot because yeah. like. Or did this kid steal this car? Like, is right. this his car? Right. So either way, I turn around the other side, and um, I'm like, yeah, 20 bucks regular cash. And I go to hand him a $100 bill. Oh. I'm like, and he's like, you know you give that to me afterwards. <laughs> it's another <laughs> thing of, like, I usually pay with card, but I was still, like, especially after. You were rattled. I was man. so rattled. You were Like, rattled. for no reason. Like, no reason. Chill Saturday, beautiful weather. Like, no reason to be rattled at all. You are on your way to the beach. Gas tank <laughs> on the wrong side. And then I just basically just want to hand this guy $100 before, like, he fills up my tag. Because I'm used to paying card, right. though. You give right. the card first. That's like- like, and that's and that's dude. That's like shit you do when you're like running late to work. But you were casually going. I to was the beach. fired up. I had to get down here. <laughs> but after that, I just like took a deep breath, put on the radio, and I was like, "You're fine. You're fine." <laughs> In the arms of an angel. Or I thought I was going crazy. Fly away. <laughs> Please cut that. <laughs> yeah, don't cut that. Keep it. Keep it. Because I have a great voice. No, you don't. Anyway, false. Um, yeah, true. Uh, so everybody thank you so much for listening to Free Parking Podcast coming at you from the Jersey Shore Long Beach Island all the way down by uh, Barnegat Light yeah We're like three streets from the lighthouse yeah, right now I can see the lighthouse yeah. over top of these houses that's how close we are so um, thanks for tuning in and uh, you know hopefully nothing happens on Sunday Monday because last time we filmed oh my god dude we totally forgot to talk about Anthony Davis. Next episode. Next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. We were heavy yeah. basketball last episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about next episode. Yeah, next I episode. Kinda, I was just so heated, Flyers. Yeah, to, yeah. I was so heated, yep. Flyers. We couldn't really talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, more NBA next week because there was actually some stuff that went down after we recorded in the the episode. The whole Chris Paul, James Harden beef. Yeah, There's a couple yeah. things to talk about. Yeah. So we'll we'll get you next episode. Is that a motorcycle in the background right now? Inconsiderate. So inconsiderate. All right, everybody. Peace out. Have a great week. Uh, and if you're listening on Tuesday, it's almost the weekend. It's like it's like Thursday, Junior, which is like Friday, Junior. Yeah, wow. I never thought you of that. You never thought of that? You'll get there soon. I mean, I'll be on vac- I'm on vacation all week, so I'll talk to you next okay. week before I have to go back to work. I'll probably be miserable. Yeah, you're going to have the scaries for like, I don't know. The next seven days yeah. while I'm here at LBI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Peace out.
Shibon here.